Hey, this is Zach Catanzaro. And I'm Walker Lukens. We're the hosts of Song Confessional, the only podcast where today's top songwriters turn your anonymous stories into original songs. This week, we've got a salacious tale of train platforms and anonymous hookups. Austin songstress Buffalo Hunt transforms the confession into a cinematic indie pop gem, exploring the dark pleasures of our bad decisions. Listen to Song Confessional at KUTX.org or wherever you listen to podcasts. From KUT and KUTX Studios. Hey there. You're listening to This Song, the podcast where artists talk about the songs that formed and transformed them. I'm your host, Elizabeth McQueen, and for a decade of my life, I was a touring musician with the band Asleep at the Wheel, and my favorite moments were always before or after the gig when people would sit around and play the music they were into and tell you why they loved it. I got off the road a couple of years ago, but I still long to talk to musicians about music, and so I created this podcast. Because in my opinion, musicians are the most beautiful when they're talking about the music that changed them. This week, you'll hear from Devendra Banhart. He's a singer and a songwriter who makes music that's often put in like the folk or freak folk category, though to me, he's an artist who's like wide open genre-wise. His latest record is called Ma. And I spoke to him the day after he played a show here in Austin, Texas at Stubbs. He was on tour promoting that record. And we recorded our interview in front of a live audience in Studio 1A. Studio 1A is this lovely performance studio we have here at KUTX, the radio station in Austin where we make this podcast. And Devendra started by playing three songs for the audience. And then we started talking. And then, well, I made a mistake. I played the song that Devendra Banhart chose to talk about for the audience so that they could hear it. But I didn't tell him that I was going to play it. And, well, hearing that song made him very emotional. And I still feel bad about this because that song, it's it's one of those songs for him, the kind of song that takes you to a place where you are just like in your feelings. And that's not always a place everyone wants to go to in front of a crowd. Luckily for me, Devendra was gracious and kind and generous with his vulnerability. And we proceeded to have one of the most lovely conversations I've ever had making this podcast. And the song we talked about was Just Another Diamond Day by Vashti Bunyan. Just another diamond day, just a blade of grass, just another bale of hay, and the horses I didn't know we were going to hear it. <laughs> well, um... <laughs> oh, so, so is this the song that makes you cry? Yeah. Yeah. I'm, 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 I'm sorry. I, no, it's I, great. Yeah. It's beautiful. It's, it's more of these uh, ascending tears, you know. It's not this descending, oh, depressing, ascend, yeah. depressive. It's just the, the beauty of that song. Well, so do you remember oh. how you came across that song? I was busking. I was busking around around Paris at the time, and um, I had 
nothing. I had nothing. I had a guitar and I had no prospects. <laughs> um, and I'm really just playing on the street. And I'm kind of bothering people. <laughs> Essentially, the day is just, I'm just bothering people all day. I was, I'd literally just play guitar next to the venue, hoping something would happen. It was that naive. But it ended up, actually, something did happen. One of the opening bands later on didn't show up. And the, the, it, was, it, was, it was kind of like a movie. And the, 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 the booking agent comes out and goes, hey, you want to open up? It was like that. Sure, OK. And I kind of made a couple friends. But in, around that time, uh, I see this CD at FNAC. And, I, and I'm just so attracted to the cover. Something about it is just kind of emitting this, this familiarity to it. It's something very attractive. And I get it. Put that song on. And it was just the, 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 God, oh, the fearlessness of vulnerability. Just another field to blow, just a grain of wheat, just a sack of seed to sow, and the children eat. La, 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 la. I didn't have anything but the guitar at that time. And I was envious of bands, big bands. You've got all this stuff, all this, this power, this loudness, this electrified thing you can do. And I just had this the guitar, and, and I just admired that, um, that, that she was just so, I, I suppose, like I said, the, the fearlessness of that kind of vulnerability, of that, of that, the courage to be totally, uh, almost, totally naked on stage and 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 pure and direct, and she's there's no hiding behind anything, and it was purely honest. And at that moment, I realized when we listen to music subconsciously, we're really wondering two things: does this person mean it, and does this person care about me? And she means it so much and cares about us in that song. Just another life to live, just a word to say, just another love to give and a diamond day. La 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 And so this song kind of became a, a comfort and a yeah, solace for you. Exactly. It was and immediately accessible. Mother's love, you know. <laughs> and I read in an article that you actually sent the songwriter, Vashti Bunyan, you sent her some of your music during this time. Is that, yeah, is that true? I sent her, um, I sent the label, Spinny, uh, they were uh, they're an imprint of Ryko Disc, and they had to put out some great. They put out all the big starry issues, really amazing stuff too. I was writing to the label because the email was on the on the CD. Super weird. So I'm writing to the label. Hi, I, I really like this record you put out, and um, can I get a letter to the artist Vashti? 
and 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 they wrote back. They said, "Well, sure, we'll send her we'll send her a letter." It was so strange. I feel like that couldn't happen today, but maybe it could. And uh, I I got an email for for Vashti, and I wrote and I said, "Hi, I'm uh, I love your album, and I'm starting out to play music, and I'm and I'm I don't know. I, I guess I'm just scared because I'm I don't know what this is how where this is gonna go, and." Um, and already I'm feeling I'm getting rejected so much. So much rejection is the big is 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 kind of the beginning of of diving into trying to be an artist. <laughs> and she wrote back and she said, "Thanks. I'm glad you like the record and I'd love to hear your music." So I sent her a cassette, a cassette, some drawings, a long letter, and she wrote back and she said, "I like it. Thanks. I like it." And that's all I needed. After that, a thousand, a thousand doors shut, a thousand. Just no, but it was okay because Vashti. <laughs> what an incredible story! It sounds like that her her encouragement buoyed you in a way that uh, yes, allowed absolutely. you to continue absolutely. to try. I mean, if but if I didn't have that relationship with Vashti, which I do to this day. I mean, I call her, we're friends, where she actually sang on the last record I made. And I love you the way I want everyone to know How very much I love them But never told them So that turned into a relationship that's been ongoing for, I don't know, like 20 years. I mean, she's someone I turn to for advice still, and she still makes amazing music, is working on a record right now. So I can tell you firsthand that they mean it and they care about you, which is really cool. But if I didn't have that relationship with Vashti, I would have chosen this song anyways. It's still a song that I turn to, and um, that's so valuable, so valuable. Ugh. That when you... That when you need something, when you need something to remind you that people, yeah, mean it's, it. It's not something. It's it's like once you're not heartbroken, it doesn't. It, it's not like that's it. Never gonna be heartbroken again. Once you're not lonely, it's not like that's it. Okay, I did it. Once you go through a day without making a mistake, it's not. That's it. End of mistakes. It's this constant thing. I'm constantly heartbroken <laughs> and constantly kind of anxious and, 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 and lonely. And so I have this thing called art and uh, it's very beautiful. You have this immediately accessible comfort, this immediately accessible love, just love. Coming up after the break, Devendra talks about dealing with ideas of motherhood, love, fear, and compassion on his new record, Ma. When you were talking about how you f- how you felt comforted and how you felt s- solace from this like motherly energy, yeah, um, yes, your new record is called Ma, mm. um, and that seems to be like a kind of a running theme throughout the record, like contemplating on this kind of like parental motherly energy 
Am I right about it? Yeah, that's sure. not a question, that's a statement. <laughs> yeah, well, you're, um. <laughs> you're, you're right. That's part of the record. It's called ma. I mean, you know, ma, as the, that's the word that means mother in the most languages. Yeah. And it's also a Japanese word for, for, for space, a type of kind of conceptual, not really conceptual, it's really about the space that is uh, maybe the essence of the object. So a good example would be an empty cup. The, the essence of that cup is the space inside. And so musically, the essence of the song is the space between the notes and how important space is. So that's the term, the word literally is ma, right, M-A. So I thought those, that, that this is the, what I'd like to do, make a record that pays homage really to the mothering quality of music itself, and Vashti is a wonderful example of that. And then also kind of thinking about the day we're born, there's this one person we call mom. <laughs> this one person, it says mom. And maybe a sign of growth and expansion is to as we, as we age, try to recognize mother in, in, in more than just this one being. You know, can we see mother in other people? Can we see it in objects? Can we see it in nature? And so that, those, that's kind of the theme of the record. Is this nice? Do you like it? Ooh, would you like me to sing you this song? Begins with a question. Ooh, I just ask one, and now I carry on. It's a beautiful record, and I I didn't know that about Ma meaning the space between. Mm. And it's such a, it's a record. Can a record be filled with space? Like it's a very. Sp- there is a lot of space. I, it's in that a record. failure in that respect you, uh, for me. To me I'm so I'm like, what a disaster! What a failure! Really? There's so. I used to it kind seems of, so stripped to, down keep, to me. I, w- I want to. I filled. I think I filled it up way too much. It, to oh. me, it's just like a total bummer. Total really? bummer. Yeah, I've really messed it up. But you know, that's the whole thing too. <laughs> I always mess it up. I always mess it up. I just, you got, it's some weird thing that wants to fill in the space. You just got to leave the space alone. And I still haven't learned that. And, and speaking of parental stuff, I, I also read that part of this record was you kind of thinking about writing, like taking on a motherly slash fatherly role yourself and thinking about addressing a child that you may or may not ever have. Mm. Um, could you tell us a little bit about that? Um, yeah, I think I, I, I've, I find myself in a place where everyone in my band, they all have children, and um, I don't. And I get to observe that relationship, and so that naturally becomes part of what you're writing about. Watching these people that you've known since they're children now with the way they behave with their children, and seeing a new side of them, a new tenderness, and a new way of being less selfish, and a new way of of being so so committed to these beings. It's so beautiful. So that became a big theme. And then thinking, if I don't have children, maybe naturally, I guess this is a, because that's been on my mind, I'm surrounded by it, and I'm kind of the auntie to all these little kids, what would I want to say to this child? You know. So this is kind of everything I'd want to tell my, my child. And then as I'm writing it, I'm thinking, oh gosh, this is maybe everything I wish I had been told too. It's not like I had terrible parents. I love my parents. But some part of me started to think, oh, this is, there's some, some psychological <laughs> things are emerging, you know. I had a dream last night, and now I wanna be a street light. 
I wanna be a street light to guide your path each night. Can you hear the wind chimes? You'll be home in no time. I know you don't believe that you're healing time, but all I wanna see is you standing head high. You're mine. Is it And in a way, you kind of, how do you approach songwriting? Um, at least for me in the past, it's all been a lot of characters. Half of the record is character songs. Oh, what, what if I write a song as a, um, a monitor? I'm a monitor, and no one ever talks to me, and they kick me around at the venue, and I wish I had some nice green shoes, and <laughs> want to be out there gardening. I just want to garden. Can't I just be a butterfly, but I have to be a monitor? Whatever. So there, there's this, like, character. But on this record, there's no characters, you know? It's just, like, very very much having to think about what's scary, in a way. I can use fear as some kind of guiding light. Okay, what, I, what do I not want to write about? What do I not want to sing about? And well, so you use that as this kind of... as a challenge, in a way. You know, that's that's, that's sort of the use of it. It's kind of a way of making friends with fear as well, because I'm never going to get rid of it. You think, oh, don't be scared. It makes you more scared. It's like, fall asleep. No, you can't. That'll keep you up all night. And so how do you kind of make some kind of, how do you create some sort of truce between fear? You know, some kind of, I know you. I've known you my, since I was born. Fear. Ah, and I'm, I haven't gotten rid of you. <laughs> So let's try to at least get have it have be civil. <laughs> Is that why you you also kind of lean into the talking about the situation in Venezuela and your fear around that? Is yeah, that one that's of the a big part of the record as well. Is I'm Venezuelan and Venezuela is on, is in an apocalyptic place right now. Um, I'm sure you know. Hopefully, you know. Although lately it's kind of fallen off the main headlines and that's really frightening because the situation continues. It's totally at a gridlock right now. Um, but people are dying, people are suffering, people are, are trying to get out if they can. Um, and I, my family's there. And so <laughs> I call my brother, how's it going? I don't know, You're, it's scary and horrified and you probably won't hear from me for a week because we're about to lose electricity. You know, that's the reality. It's like day to day. And so that, of course, is a part of the record. These last few days have been all rain here in LA. And I've got to go out in to be screamed at 
That's why politics go down so easy through comedy. That's why I get all my politics, if I can, through, through stand-up. <laughs> <laughs> you know, so I, you don't want to hear a song going like, eh, So how do you write a political song that's, that's addressing a situation without kind of turning people off and wanting people, or, 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 or kind of being a non-aggressive political song? And you try in your own way to be... Uh, compassionate. That's it. I mean, compassion is kind of the way to do it. It's the only way you can have a conversation with anyone, the only way you can reach some sort of agreement, and the only way that you can move and heal, move forward, you know? If not, it's a constant fight. You're right, I'm wrong, or I'm right, you're wrong. Gosh. So, how do you write a song that isn't isn't trying to shove something down someone's throat. Abre las alas, el mundo te espera Una sorpresa que Dios te guarda Abre las manos, el cielo te guarda Un regalito que solo para ti El verde de tu pelo Y el azul de tu piel listen to you talk about I this. I don't know is the answer, <laughs> by the way. I'm sure I did a bad job doing it. I'm not saying I was successful at it. <laughs> well, it, I mean, it's a it's a beautiful record. And, and as I listen to the record and I listen to you talk about it and, you know, talking about this, like, this, uh, this motherly energy, this comfort that we can get from music. And I could be wrong, and you can tell me if I'm wrong, but it almost sounds like... Okay, great. <laughs> But on this record, it sounds like um, this record was as much about creating music that was that for you as well as for the audience, like a exploration of how do I sit in this space and how do I, when you, I mean, I think one of the things about getting older is learning how to parent yourself, mm. learning how to parent Ooh, that's good. your, chi- your that's inner great. child. Yeah. Oh, I love that. Um, but yeah, I don't know. Is that right? Yeah. Oh, I love it, though. I love it. Lear- as you get older, one of the... Oof, learning how to parent yourself. It's really good. Yeah. Oh, it's good. I'm a terrible parent to myself. <laughs> oh, boy, oh, boy. Better call Child Protection Services on me. On me. <laughs> yeah, but yeah. It's it's um it's still you know it's still a, a, it's still a, a, it's still a failure of a record. I mean I I fucked it up. I fucked it up. But that's how it works. That's just practice. You know, art is this ongoing practice. You don't really arrive somewhere. You just continue to practice. To think that oh I'm gonna get it is totally I think a delusional thing. Um, and so, it's. I'm I'm a, I'm just excited to now mess up again. Okay, I can't wait to continue to fail. (laughs) (laughs) I can see it in the way that you are the pain. Ted, flowers in the big parade. Flowers in the big parade. Deep inside your heart, staring at the sky, calling out the shapes. Clouds make us they pass by. And this is Taking a Page, 
from Devendra Banhart's new record, Ma. He performed a stripped-down version of this song before our interview, and you can find a link to that session with videos of the songs he did and with audio of the full, unedited interview on the show notes page for this episode at ktx.org. You can also find a link to his tour dates. He'll be embarking on a North American tour starting at the end of November, and you'll be able to find a link there to Devender Banhart's new record, Ma. And as always, you'll find a Spotify playlist on the show notes page where you can hear all the songs we referenced in this episode all the way through. And that's it. You have come to the end of another episode of This Song. This song is a production of KUTX 98.9 in Austin, Texas. This episode was produced by Art Levy and me, Elizabeth McQueen. Thanks to Deidre Gott and Peter Babb and Todd Callahan for all they do for this podcast. And it is true. Our theme song is Mahout by Austin's own Hard Proof. Right on. Thanks for listening. Talk to you next time. KUT's next AT Explained live show is April 3rd. Brand new stories about Austin's people, places, and culture told live on stage by your favorite KUT journalists. I've never gotten any specific invites from Steiner Ranch. And that's about the time Charlie chomped down on that chicken. I will hypnotize you into securing my law services. Join us April 3rd at the Paramount Theater for KUT's next AT Explained Live. Tickets are on sale now. Get them at austintheater.org. And we'll see you there.